It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, I guess we've already been live. Okay, I guess we're live now. Great, great, great. What's up, everybody? Everybody watching on YouTube, Facebook, uh, wherever you're watching this, if you're listening to this on the podcast too, man, shout out to you guys. Many blessings. You're in for a treat. Um, every time that I have talked to this brother, um, we, we have a ball. And uh, it's just, um, we'll talk about some things. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tap into the spirit. We're gonna share testimonies, and let me just drop this just because it's on my spirit right now. The the idea of familiar spirits. You know, we get a lot of um, uh, messages and concerns about people saying working with familiar spirits, and the Bible forbids that. And and I said that there's something there's a connection here with uh, with me and Rian and me and me and many of you guys, and vice versa. Familiar spirits definitely a scary word. We don't have to use that word because for something like that to exist, to be negative and have a negative, heavy connotation to it, there has to be a good one too. So the Bible would use the term kindred spirits, kindred spirits. So that's what we are, kindred spirits in the faith and in the spirits. And it's amazing. And when you find your tribe, I think that's what we represent. And uh, there's many of you who hang on every word because it resonates down deep within you. And that's the only reason why we continue to do this stuff. And I, I'm, I don't want to speak for Rian, but that's why I, that's what that's what keeps me going to know that it's not falling upon deaf ears. And this for many of you is life or death. And so whatever ridicule, whatever comes with the territory, listen, it's nothing. Praise God that we could be conduits, share our testimonies and our visions, all of that stuff. Um, we're going to dive deep already off the bat. Let's just let you know how deep we're going. Right. Um, but before we tap in, like people want to get involved, people want to uh, be a part of what we got going on and stuff. So, um, just plug what I got going on really quick. We do Thursday night sessions, Sunday morning, prayer, breath work, meditation, um, conversation, just having discussions. So all of that's available 
at my website, truthseeker.com. And Rion has a bunch of stuff that he has going on too. One-on-one sessions. If you want to plug your website, just before we dive in, go ahead and do that, brother. Sure. Thank you for the opportunity. So um, it's quite easy to find me online. You just either Google the Spiritual Revival Network or you go to www.spiritualrevival.net. Um, I'm very excited um, to be here and I love the way you started the conversation because I just told somebody earlier today because somebody asked me how did you and me actually make contact and 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 I loved I actually love what you said about kindred spirits and meeting your tribe because I didn't even I haven't even told you this so on the day where you first messaged me um, that very morning, I was spending time with God on the beach, and and I and I just put it out there. I'm like, I'm I don't mind being alone and and sharing the information. And I I know and I still know that it's very radical and it's and it's a lot of information and things to put out there in a let's call it a, ne a very narrow-minded type of way of looking at the, the, the way the world looks at god and at gifts and um, people like us and i said you know if there is other people that i can resonate with or who have also gone through a similar experience even before me please let you know let them come let me meet them and that very day you actually messaged me. Mm. So I praise God for that. And I, and I do thank God every day for you, um, Derek, like so much. It, it really means a lot. Um, for me, since everything has happened, it's, it's still a very short period of time. And so much is happening. And yeah. God is moving in amazing ways. Um, honestly, but just the fact that, you know, that very day you reached out, um, how can anybody, you know, say that that's not God? Because that's certainly what I'm seeing. And, and I'm, I'm seeing God in everything at the moment. And also this morning, I was, I was reminded of 1 Thessalonians, I think it's 5, but where it actually says, says in everything, give thanks to god and and that's that's what i'm doing at the moment i'm i'm being obedient and i am giving thanks to god in everything um that i'm doing even this is such a blessing and you are such a blessing um absolutely thank you yeah the feel the feeling's mutual man and um it's it's key i, I think what you just said um you know put in the the intention, which is a prayer, right? Father, yes. if there's people out there like me, can I meet them? Because it's yes. lonely out here. So you put that out there, and um, and well, you you put your you put yourself out there. You put your your testimony. You put your video out there, and you shared your vulnerability with the world, and it impacted a lot of people. It impacted me. Like, how many people like have watched your video and like I got to talk to this guy. I got to talk to him. I people have people are messaging me wanting to talk to you, right? And and are trying to get in touch with you and they can't. And there's different barriers that you had. You kind of got to jump through a few portals to to talk to you, portals, right? You got to jump through a, a few hoops to talk to you. And I I put it out there as well. Lord, 
strengthen this brother. Let me connect with him if it's your will. Um, and all of the people trying to get in touch with you for different reasons. A lot of them to correct you. There were some sure. things that uh, I seen in the video. It was an angel picture behind you. There was a crystal mention. You said dogs are, are, are conscious, you know, just weird stuff. And people want to get in touch with you to correct you. Thank God. Right. Yeah, some of them got through. But thank God that all of the people who wanted to or want to weren't able to do that. And the ones who are supposed to get through your tribe believe that they did and they will. And that's for you, obviously, but for everybody listening to this. God, who is supposed to be in my life? Who are the people in my life now that aren't supposed to be there? Who are just using me? Who's just around because yeah. I got good energy? Who's just looking for the next opportunity or the next teacher or the next whatever? So when you put that out there, man, God has a way of us finding the others. And yeah. that's what us being vulnerable, whatever, like being ourselves, being authentic. It's to find the others and that go it it has to pass the front of for you for me as well over the years millions of people's of eyes and and see it, and then they judge it and they mock it or whatever but the ones who are like wow that people are dude i'm crying i'm crying like a baby watching your testimony and then i try to show my wife i pulled it up on the phone i was showing my wife and i was like yeah watch this and i'm just like listen to them and I'm talking to her and I'm trying not to cry while I'm letting her watch it. But I'm just like the anointing, the love, because it is tangible. And you encountered that love, man. And yeah. um, that's that's the plumb line. That love is ground zero from there up. We don't want it. You've been to the bottom. Me too. It gets dark. But there's a place where love exists and it's only up from here. So... Man, it's a lot to be said, and we both have a lot to say, but for people in my audience who, who's this guy, right? They don't know about this testimony. They don't know about this encounter that you had with the living God, Christ, unconditional love, man. People are still weeping finding that today. Um, can you share just a little bit about it, just, just for the people who don't know about that encounter? Absolutely. So I... Yeah, I came from a, a very much a occult and satanic place. And well, that's not a real, like, there's so much that happened before that as well. But I think a lot of people still, still just see me as an ex-Satanist, um, which is probably fine. I, I think a lot of people need to have that experience and um, let them have it. But I was very actively involved and spearheading um, a satanic organization in South Africa that was quite public. And in May, um, towards the end of the month, I had to do a ritual for certain insights and to see certain things. And I'm, I'm talking about a, a satanic or cult type of ritual. And when I when I did that, and because of some experiences that I've had with people before it, um, and it, and I mean today I can look at it all and see how God was busy working, um, as one of my friends would say, behind the scenes at the time, and because so many people, Christians and people of the light, have have prayed 
um, for me for God to reveal himself. I had a personal face-to-face encounter where Jesus Christ um, or Yeshua appeared to me and said that, well, he he showed up and, and he said, this is who I am. And at the time, understanding where I was, I was very skeptical of that. And when I asked him to show and to prove that he is indeed the Messiah or the Christ, um, the love and the energy that, and it is love, that he flooded me with, um, and it was completely encompassing around me and such a strong, absolute presence. Um, until today, every time I, I speak about this, I, I do get emotional and because it is the most incredible experience and love that I've ever felt in my whole life. And just beside the love, I think it's it's the most incredible expanding experience I've, I've ever had. So that that is what happened. And I was completely taken aback. And at the same time, I knew that my life from here onwards would would never be the same again. And the day after that, I started having conversations with with God. So Jesus Christ for me, besides showing me that, that unconditional love of God, he also was the one who connected me to the Father, um, to the Creator that I am spending time with and, and also in the Holy Spirit. I, I say to people, I will forever be a student of the Holy Spirit. And it doesn't matter how I teach or how I move forward. But And I and, and Derek, I do believe this. I, I do believe we're all students and we're all teachers at the end of the day. Um, but I will forever be a student of the Holy Spirit. And I will... It's, it's such a precious thing, and I've, I've learned so much as, as God has revealed himself more and more to me um, about, you know, scriptures and religious texts and different things and things that, as a Christian even years ago, I never really understood. I yeah. mean, it's, it's one thing studying the Bible and, and learning these things and quoting scripture, and I mean, that's all wonderful, mm-hmm. but when you are under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and, and the way you read things and things that stand out um, at certain times. And yeah. the way that, that God has been speaking to me is incredible. I mean, if you asked me or if you even mentioned these type of things to me four months ago, I would have thought you are like insane person because I thought at the time being deceived by absolute darkness and that I am actually a type of atheist and I, I like to quantumify everything and I've got a kind of like a, a quantum physics and a scientific explanation for everything, not even realizing where I was. So just to put it in a nutshell, yes, Jesus absolutely saved me. Jesus Christ saved me from that absolute darkness where I didn't even realize how far I was gone. And yeah, it's it's 
like as I'm sitting here and, and still talking about these things, it's it's absolutely incredible. And it is because of grace. And I and I know I keep on saying it, but I I cannot express enough um the gratitude and the the I am completely in awe of God's grace and his blessings. It needs to be said continually. Like there's this idea, you know, we talk about crystals and some of these things that scare a lot of Christians, but they're biblical, right? You know, I like to show that because, yeah. but we get, crystals exist as a reminder. They hold a memory, literally in the Bible, every time they're used, it has information in it and they build monuments and it's out of crystals and it's a pile of crystals and they're in the New Jerusalem. Beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. But to piggyback off of the reminder, you got to be reminded there's things in our lives that we do. I mean, tattoos even are serve as a reminder. I remember you, you even talk about there's a couple of your tattoos that you don't want to be reminded of. So you're trying to get them Correct. removed, right? But not all of them. There's things yes. in our lives that are here to remind us. Why? Because we forget. We forget. Correct. So yeah, we need to say grace, 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 grace. Because really quick, a couple months later, a year later, 10 years later, you get indoctrinated, and now that grace turns into works, works-based salvation, which turns into, and a lot of people are dealing with this because it's, it's turned them away from Jesus, is they're dealing with, hey, clean yourself up, get everything good, uh, stop being gay, and then God will love you. He'll freely embrace you, man. Why, you, why would you neglect it? Stop being gay, and he'll love you. Like... This is not, that's, I don't, listen, if I can clean myself up, I don't need your God. I don't need him. He can't do anything for me because I picked myself up by the bootstraps, but the gospel is for the broken. It is grace, yes. which is sufficient. Yes. So yeah, that needs to be our theme song. Grace, it's the most scandalous message in the universe is that you didn't do nothing and he gave you something that you didn't deserve. And, like, if you deserved yeah. it, cool, man. You earned it. Great. But it's like, listen, I, chief of sinners, I did not earn this, but I'm thankful that I'm carrying it. So why would I make others earn what I received freely? Correct. Yeah. And a lot of people struggle with it. And yeah. I, I, I asked God this quite recently um, because I only became aware of certain comments and things going on on social media quite recently i've, I've kind of and i still i, I stay away from you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry for for i try to man the comments when when we tag each other and stuff because my the people yeah. go in so i try to watch yeah, some of but, that but yeah I, I i saw some of these things and then i asked god about this was in last week and I, and i asked god why do people respond in this way what is what is the issue here so yeah. two things that i saw and i think i want to mention this as well is that number one they really don't understand my grace that's what he showed they do not understand it they will not with the human minds fathom that this is how much i love you and the world and it's much bigger than what we can ever and the second thing and and this was quite scary to me was that when i when i went and i and i said god i want to understand and i want to see 
where these people are coming from. And you know what, Derek? I saw what it's like to live in those people's minds. Yeah. It is absolutely fear-based and it's so far removed from what God is. Because God, God is complete love, pure, pure, unconditional love. The opposite of love is fear. That's it. There's, there's only th those two things. Everything comes from those two things. And you're either coming from a place of love or a place of fear. And even if we think of, let's, let's bring animals into it. When, when a dog growls, he's not angry. Mm. He's scared. Yeah. So people making hateful comments. I mean, it's fine. I, I don't give a flying feather. I, I don't, I really, I really don't, but let them. And, and I think you said this as well is that haters, that's if you want to call him that, um, it's important mm -hmm. because it firstly makes us look at things and maybe reflect a little bit on ourselves. But ultimately, it's so important for other people to witness how people are responding, not just to you yeah. and me, but yeah. to what is going on in terms of this awakening and how Christ has been misrepresented in the past. Mm -hmm. And now that some people are starting to talk and speak out, how people respond in that. And it's important for the world to see it. And so I, I, I honestly, from where I'm sitting at the moment, everything is as it should be. Yeah. When people start forwarding me, um, you know, like videos and things that, that people are making about my testimony and pointing out little things, I'm like, relax, you know, like, why does this upset you? Go and look at that. Don't yeah. look at the content, look at why this is upsetting you and what god has shown me is this thing about fear and love and how certain systems and structures within religion is mm -hmm. completely fear-based it's not based on the love of god you see so i i think we need to bring that into awareness if, yeah if i can put it that way yeah so we have you know this is just the state of our world we have um a fight a warfare between the narratives and then there's a projection of a narrative like you like he god can't love you that much because he doesn't love me that much he can't love you unconditionally because he puts conditions on me it's like hold on does he judge you by a different standard or did someone it's like it's going back to the garden adam and eve and the serpent hold on who told you i didn't love you who told you you were naked Yes. That preacher, he said, if I keep coming, if I stop tithing, God, you're going to, you're going to attack me. You're going to, you're going to let demons take from me because I owe you money every, every paycheck. Yes. Who told you that? Wait a minute. What's going on? So, man, thank God for prophets and priests and teachers and pastors and people who have made love their law. Right. And they okay. are, they are sprinkled throughout the entire world in places that most people won't go, places I won't go, right? And, and, and places that other people can go, right? Rock stars who are madly in love with Jesus, who are like, they get those messages too. You shouldn't be a rock exactly. star anymore. You should be a pastor. 
because there's this, this, and this at those concerts, and this, this, and this in those music. There's depression, there's debauchery, there's this in that music. And they were commenting about our friend, and I'm like, that's the perfect, that's where he needs to be, where exactly. those people are. And we, we create our own little gardens and our own boxes and our own churches to say us and them, where we're un. We don't have to hug the lepers. We can hug the other brothers and sisters in Christ. And my goodness, this gospel was not meant and made to be put under a basket and to stay safe within the confines and walls of the church. And there's a reason why there's so much attention on what we're doing right now, because it's, it, it's working now. It was laughed at. It was mocked. It was ridiculed. Now it's the standard. Jesus is the standard. Love is the standard in every arena of your life. That's the standard. Amen. Amen. Your enemies, the homeless people, the gay people, whoever you hate, the parts of your yourself that you hate, listen, love is the standard. And we're calling everything and everyone up higher. That's what Jesus did. And that's what he's doing. Now, he's not going to do it, prophets. He's doing it now. We yes. are part of that awakening, man. It's such... An honor is such a privilege. It's such a high responsibility for me, for you, for many people that God is waking up and using now, preparing. Um, this didn't come overnight. Rian's a baby Christian. He just got no, saved. I love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You know what is interesting when you just said that? So I had a thought about that today. Um, and how I'm responding to that now is, would you define a baby Christian maybe as someone who needs to be spoon-fed what to believe? Because then I know people who have been baby Christians for 30 years and 40 years. So That's what the Bible would, would, would define it as, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So look at that. And I mean, like, look at, I, I've known Christ, well, so-called Christians mm -hmm. that, that preach and have been, you know, in ministry for almost yeah. 30 years as well. I've never seen them shown the love of Christ to the world yeah. and to people. I've, I've never experienced that from them. And I know for certain that, that some of them don't show it to, even to congregation members. So, you know, it's, it's, I find this thing about a baby Christian or whatever you want, or a baby in Jesus or whatever, <laughs> very fascinating because we can see it in many ways. And yeah. I would see a baby Christian as someone that stays in a certain narrative and, and they stay within the bounds of religion and they want to be spoon fed. It's, it's, it's almost impossible for them to start moving. Um, let's say upwards in Christ or having that personal, or let's call it a spiritual connection, um, with a personal connection with Jesus Christ. Um, they want to be spoon-fed. They want to be spoon-fed yeah. what to believe. And uh, at the moment these people start having conversations with you and they go like, you know, this, da, 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 and you ask them, okay, but what is, what is it that you actually believe? What is your truth? What is, what is it that you actually, and tell me why. And it stops there. And it's like they 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 read scripture right and they 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 know the Bible as I do as well, but there's nothing beyond it. So they don't go and actually meditate on the word of God or how the Bible was written and how it's inspired and um reading it under the guidance and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, because that is what what if you want to grow 
in whatever faith or religion mm -hmm. you want to call it or path, you need to do that. You're going to have to start asking the real questions and you're going to have to start spending time, real time, face-to-face -face time yeah. with God. That's gross because the kingdom is, is gross. It's movement. It's life. It's dancing. It's laugh. It's joy in the Holy Ghost. Like, it is not stagnant. That's where dead, dead things gather in stagnancy. It, it is where life and moving. So we're always a student, like you said. Always. I, and I look for that in an individual um, who's, you know, what I would like to partner with or learn from, right? It's somebody who can be taught. And, and those people are amazing. And, and, and I've, there's people, man, in their 70s and 80s that are hearing this message, whether it comes through me or, or, or many other people we're partnered with. I'm not, we're not the only ones. You can Absolutely. get rid of that excuse. They got so many people out here who, are, who have made love their, their priority. And to see this message hit people in their 70s, 80s, man, my goodness. You would think that they're old and bitter and stuck in their ways. Why? Because there's people who are. But these people have received a new revelation of glory. They've been rejuvenated by the hope. They got a smile back on their face. And they've seen so much in life and they've gone through so much. But love knows no limitations, no boundaries. It's not for this person and not for that. It's, it's whoever will empty themselves out to be a conduit to hold love, to let love be your portion. Because you're not getting it unless you pour out the old wine. You're not yes. going to get the new wine, and it's not going in the old wineskin. It's going to look different. And that's what it is. So people who have positioned themselves in prayer, in meditation, in reading, and, and God's working on us on the inside out. And you have no idea what God is doing on an individual's heart, where they've been through, where they were last night. You don't know any of that, but God does. So, man, walking in grace and trying to be a clear, clean conduit for God's love that I don't put me in there, what I think and I believe, miss, I've crucified what I believe, man. I don't care what I believe. I can easily be, God, what would you say? You teach me. And this is a daily thing. So yes. when people are bringing these narratives, what's, you know, crystals like, you know, definitely biblical and sharing it, man, it's, that smile, and, and I'm telling you, older generations now enamored yes. with crystals. Oh, my God. Like as like a kid, a new toy. Yep. Wow. God is yep. to see them get that. And, man, I'm just excited, man. And I know you are about just everything, just life Absolutely. to be here and be yep. a part of it. And, and, and life has become such a completely different experience. And... Tying in with what you said is, I remember it was two weeks, two weeks after my experience when, when I was still not allowed to talk about what happened to me for, for various reasons. But in one of the, on one of the mornings on my walk, I was also just in prayer and walking. And this, this elder gentleman, he is, he's 76. Um, so interesting, like, 20 years ago, this very same person was, was involved in a, in a Christian church where I was involved. So our paths literally crossed that morning. And he didn't know yet that I was saved. 
Mm. And, you know, we just talked about a, a few things and he said something and he, and he said to me, you know what I've came to realize because I've seen what you were going through 20 years ago when you were trying to be active, you know, in ministry and things like that and the struggles you were struggling with silently. And he said to me, I so wish, this is someone that's 76 years old, I so wish there was a religion based on the teachings of Jesus because it's not Christianity. And do you understand? So yeah. that realization and at that, because of where I was that morning and that day, that was an absolute beautiful confirmation um, because of my conversation I was having with, with, with God that day. And something interesting because I'm also writing um, a few things about crystals and, as you said, God's, you know, what God has created us. So even in Genesis, right at the beginning, <laughs> if we read, um, and this is how I'm reading, I'm reading yeah. everything at the moment, like again and again and again. Even in Genesis, God says, I give you dominion over my creation. That word dominion if we go and look at that word it means responsibility it it means that and it includes crystals it includes everything that yes. is but it includes the animals it include, includes the waters the oceans everything but it's how we use these things yeah. that determines what happened because god gave us that responsibility that authority on earth to work with what everything so yes including crystals everything that is on this earth god has given us but it is our choice and it sits in the word dominion on how we use those things plants yeah. how yeah. plants are being abused and used um in medication and all sorts of things it everything is from god yes but it is how we use those things that determines do you understand yes so, and i think a lot of people a lot of people forget it so you can't just say things like oh crystals are from the devil they not they're from god god created it but it is how we use yeah. it and again if we go and we look at the original um, Greek and Hebrew translation of, of certain parts of the Bible, the word dominion, I'm, uh, people must go and research it. And the responsibility that we have as the crown, and it's in Genesis, go and read it, as the crown of the creation, what that tells us is we have so many beautiful gifts that God has given. Teacher plots, oh man, I can tell you so much that God has shown me about that as well. But all the things that, that God has given us, we can very easily, yes, abuse these things, and it has a negative effect, yes. but then we can't go and blame God. Why is God <laughs> It's us. Yeah. Do you understand? So this is where people are, and this is what we need to be teaching the world is, is for the world to rethink a lot of these things. Please go and, and use the mind that God has given us. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the overlapping narratives again. So we'll see a post or a video or a picture or an offering on your website about crystals. 
and then we immediately interject our narrative, what we've seen, what yeah. we've studied, or how we use crystals, right? Or have used them when we were Satanist or whatever, or whatever you were. Um, Do you mind just, if I say something? Yeah, let me let me finish this so, one last because yeah. people are will post something about crystals and they're saying, "Well, you're not supposed to worship crystals." It's like, who mentioned the worshiping of like that's weird for you to even interject that that's your narrative but go ahead yeah so sorry to interrupt you but um, i think this part is very important in the crystal part so i've i've used crystals way before i was even involved in in satanism and i i did training with some teachers um more than 10 years ago in different types of crystal healing and stuff but interesting dairy and this is what i want to say when I was involved with Satanism, I couldn't connect to crystals at all. Mm. Why? Why is that? Do you think? <laughs> yeah. So please don't tell me. Please don't come and tell me that that crystals and the the frequencies and energies of crystals has got anything to do with the devil or Satanism. Because when I was involved. And I was very much involved. I was very deeply involved. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do, number one, crystal healing on people. And I couldn't. I actually gave a lot of my crystals away at that time. And I packed a lot of the crystals away because they were like, you know, they were just pretty little stones. So I find that very interesting that people, you understand. And, and yeah. from where I'm sitting today, it makes a lot of sense. So when I was deeply involved with dark witchcraft and satanism i couldn't connect with crystals where i could you know like immediately pick them up and and i would be able to determine what are these sports i i they, i had absolutely no connection to them when i was so involved in satanism so i find it very interesting that people still think they are satanic yeah that so i'm big on that just what you just said doubling down like there's a and you know this our lives and our ministries are, this is what it represents. There's a right way and a wrong way. And now we know both. We've done both, like literally, like lived to scare, like it's not easy. That jump was not easy. This stuff is real. So we're not noobs and the demons are still got to hold it. No, 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 no. And I'm like you. I put it, I couldn't even be around incense when I came out of that. I had strong PTSD. I couldn't walk into a grocery store and hear corn playing on the on the music real low. Like I started getting uneasy and nervous because of the connection I had with spirits that I used that stuff to entertain. So I couldn't be around anything. They don't make incense demonic. It doesn't make crystals demonic because I had an I, I abused them or had a negative connotation with it to pray and ask demons to fill the atmosphere and the smoke and try to talk to demons in, in, in the smoke. Like that's to, to me, it becomes evil. And then I, yes. and if you start projecting that, so listen, everybody has their own story. And there are people who have used this stuff the wrong way, either knowingly or unknowingly. So I, we have to respect people's testimonies, which are all over YouTube and all over the internet, but please don't send them to me because I'm, probably not going to watch them if you're using somebody's subjective story as a biblical truth uh, because someone did yoga and said they opened themselves up to demons. It's like, uh, 
you were dealing with some other stuff before that, or you were susceptible, or you had hatred, or whatever. It's it's something. It's not the modality. It's how you use it. All of these things are tools, and like you said, we're given dominion. How are you going to use it? We're given the Bible, man. And I say little things that it has truth, and I mess with people, but it's scary to like Christians. I was like, the Bible, the Bible becomes evil. Oh yeah, you give a racist a Bible. And show him a couple verses that he thinks justify his putting people in slavery. Like you, oh oh yeah, that Bible is now a tool and it's going to hurt a lot of people depending on the power and energy and the influence that that man has. And so we're learning from our mistakes and we're growing and that's what we're supposed to do. But the Bible becomes very beautiful if somebody who uses it for healing, for restoration, for love, for grace, for mercy, for exploration. Like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. A hammer in the, in the hand of a murderer is one, is, it becomes a murder weapon. A hammer in somebody else's hand that is going to use it to go get a job and provide for their, their family. That tool is now used for something good and beautiful. That is everything in life, including people including people yes we got to understand that no i agree nothing is good nothing is good or evil like nothing is like all that like you have evil spirits yeah yes but that's on a polarity but they, they they don't have no power of themselves unless a person opens themselves up willingly knowingly yes oh i got tricked nah but they you may have got groomed, but at some point them. you yeah. said yes. At some yes. point you wanted power and you didn't care the yes. cost. Yes. Deal with that. Yes. Amen. I agree. Yeah. We're teaching it, man. And so all these things are biblical. Like if it's I not agree. in the Bible, then the Bible's not truth. But the Bible, listen, it it's it's gonna speak on everything. That's why it's, it's beautiful. And and the laws are applicable to every realm and facet of your life. You'll read it as a quote unquote baby Christian and it means one thing. And then you read it 10 years later and you're like, wow, it didn't mean that, but it meant that to me now. But now it means because I know the context and I've been through life, I know what it's like to take up your cross. Like it's just like a symbolism. Like I don't have to take up my cross. It's like, Taking up my cross means wearing a, cr- a, cr- a cross in public school where they're going to mock me. That's taking up my cross. Okay. At that realm of your life, for sure. But later on, you're going to see, listen, you got to take it up because that flesh has to die. The fleshly nature, the animalistic nature, the part of you that wants to battle and do war and mock and ridicule. It's got to be killed. It's got to be crucified. That's how Christ is glorified within you. When corrupt, uh, incorruptible, put on corruptible flesh, but then the manifestation happens and it's happening in greater measures now worldwide. What a great time to be alive. I mean, it's beautiful. It is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, we, we will take a couple questions. I'm not trying to watch the chat, but I believe my wife is watching. So, um, Aaron, if you can, uh, if there's any questions that are that 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 you think are applicable um, and serious, y'all go ahead and post those now, and uh, I'll, I'll be looking forward uh, to your 
message uh, wifey, Aaron. So, but yeah, there's so much to be explored. There's really not enough time. And it's just, that's how, that's the, that's the level of awakening because all things have become new. So it's like, wow, I thought I, I need to restudy this because I thought yep. I knew, but as that's all things become new as a different level of love and a new vision, new scales fell off of your eyes. Wow. I didn't know this about Christ. And it, it literally changes everything. You got to go back and reread the chapters. You got to reread what you thought you knew. And then exactly. you can see things that were always there, but you couldn't see them. And you're privy now to see them if you handle them in righteousness. This is how God's mysteries works. And he is protective of his mysteries. He's got to try, try the racist. Give a racist the Bible. Yeah. See what happens. Let's see what happens. Okay, yeah. He's he can't get it. We can't let him in. Like there's secrets that God is protective of. You're not getting it by buying a book. You're not getting it by listening to my podcast. You're not listening to with a session. Like it's between you and God. And he knows. You can't pay for it. You got to go through it. And it comes through taking up your cross. It's beautiful. It's protected. And we may kiss and tell and share all of these adventures. Listen, I want to encourage you. It's beautiful. But to really know what we're talking about, you got to go through it. And the beautiful thing is people are going through it and they have been. And now this stuff finally makes sense. It finally makes sense to them. Praise God, man. So good. So whatever you want to talk about, because what are you studying? You mentioned crystals. There's so much that 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 means so much to us again everything has new meaning it doesn't Absolutely. matter where you pick up I, ha I have to make ask my wife i have to make myself stop reading the bible it's like i'm rereading these books but i'm not just reading them i'm i'm engaging with god it's like there's a there's levels to this man and it's no, a, it's amazing I, so what, what 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 are some of those for you like what are some of the new levels that you're like Wow, I thought so this I'm, means that. Yeah, I'm I'm spending a lot of time at the moment. I'm reading the the Enochian keys. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. I'm also studying the Gnostic Gospels. I'm mm -hmm. also reading the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus Christ. And like I said, I am spending quite a lot of time rereading the Bible instead of studying it. Um, and I I think it's important to for people to understand the difference mm -hmm. between studying the Bible and actually reading it. Yeah. So I've, I feel that for the first time I'm actually reading it and I'm seeing, as you also said, so many different levels of how this exists and how it was written and not just for the times that it was written, but also how certain things are applicable in people's lives. And I find it, absolutely refreshing and it is like it's not just scales it's like it's like having 2020 vision do you understand yeah. it's like well because because the, the listen it's dimensional yes you're not reading yes. black yes. words on a page yes. you're reading something that's 3d and there's like alive. Oh, wow it is alive it is alive the word of god it's living is living. It's the living word of Come God on. and all his infinite wisdom. 
No, it is beautiful. It is. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so um, Latanya uh, asks, how are you using crystals uh, in your Christian practice? Okay, so uh, is this question for me or for you? It's a conversational piece. We'll both share. Yeah, we'll just use it. Okay. Yeah, whatever. So... Yeah, everything I'm doing, let me just start there. So everything I'm doing as a, you know, a believer and a follower of Christ and a child of God, and as a healer, as I am being obedient to what God is telling me. And I have been very recently accused by the Holy Spirit of certain things, and mm. I have stopped doing that. those things. So mm -hmm. um, people also, there's a lot of people under perception that I'm just carrying on with everything that I used to do mm -hmm. before. Um, but no, I certainly listen, and I'm being obedient. So there's certain things, even with, with crystals, that I, I don't do anymore. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to healing, and I... Every, every healing session that I'm doing, and whether it's with crystals or counseling or going back now into pastoral therapy, um, which is what I started out with years ago and left, um, is under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So I listen to God and I stand in the Holy Spirit when I work. If I feel, and I had I had one day like this last week, if I feel for whatever reason that today I am not standing in that, I do not work on people and I cancel appointments or I move them. So I take it very seriously. And like I said, I have been I have been given, and it's not just the two tattoos I'm removing, it's also things that I am now taking off my website and things that where the Holy Spirit has convicted me on this is not in alignment with who you are and what you're doing. But crystal healing, I feel, and I, and I again, I'm being obedient, and what God has shown me is He created these things, and as I explained the word dominion and how I see it and how we are the crown of creation, and we are supposed to have access to these things and to use them. So I also actually thought of doing a live video in the future where I demonstrate or will demonstrate what happens in a session like that and, and how I use crystals. I, I think that's maybe a good yeah. idea to do that oh yeah 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 uh and i want to i want to do a session with you because i'm a student you know what i'm saying and uh in everything anything we mentioned I'm still a student. Amen. but so yeah i want to pick your brain and i want to know what you know and, and find what you found you know and, and that's what it's about um again what Crystal's i can tell you what i can tell you as well is that there's 224 references to crystals in the christian bible mm -hmm. so yeah, I'm just going to put that out yeah. there as well. So I think in Christendom, it's so weird. And it's such a, it's not me anymore, where I can just give you a one-liner. But I mean, we're trained to repeat one-liner verses. Thou shalt not kill. God resist the proud. You know, it's like, we just, we can do them. So it's like, oh, about hell. Okay, hell, boom. Okay, God sends everybody to hell who don't love him. You know, we know these things and it become our truth. But then the more studying you do... You're like, hold on, it's it's not that simple. 
What do you mean it's not that simple? The Bible says it is simple. It's like, no, it's, it's not. What do you believe about hell? You say hell's not real. It's like, well, it's like, it's a little bit more complicated. Like, I say, if there is a hell, it's not made for humans. Like, the Bible is clear that it's for the Satan and, and his demons who rebelled against God. It wasn't created to, if you're, if you're here and you have light in you, like, you're a child of God. And you don't know it. You received a, a different identity, and God would never. And I just throw the, these these things out there. But even with crystals, like what aspect? There's so many. We you know we mentioned memory of them holding memories, and and how we use them as a reminder. Like let's look at how they use them as got. a reminder. Where were you when you bought it? Uh, who gave it to you? Um, what does it mean spiritually? What does it mean biblically? And so. As far as them holding information that way, yes. But the properties from a biblical perspective, know this, because this couples with another um, comment, uh, question somebody had about the 12 tribes. Each of the 12 tribes had a precious stone. This is a ruby. Uh, I think Levi had was, had, had the ruby. Levi, yes. And it, it, it mentions uh, God's law. It mentions uh, prophecy. And, and especially the there's certain engravings on this. That like the way that they're formed, I don't know if it's hard to see, but this thing has like natural like triangles on it that represent, yes. my God, it, it, there's so many aspects of holding memory. And then they translate spiritually because everything in the Old Testament, as you being a spiritual being, it's in the spirit. The properties that that crystal had is now in you if you're, if you're of that that line, if you're a prophet, if you're a seer, if you're an apostle, right? So there's, you, you, you're not alone. And I don't know how deep we I need to go. I usually share this stuff, but you got people, there's, you got friends in high places, your great cloud of witnesses, the Bible calls them. Um, yes. So there's, this is multi-dimensional in heaven, which I believe we're in now, we're in in, 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 in the New Jerusalem because we're multidimensional. We're not I'm right. not flesh and blood. I'm this ain't me. This is temporary. But the the light in me is energy, it's eternal and it's growing and growing and growing. That's right. an aura, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, when it grows so much that it's growing outside of your skin and it's showing, and now you've got it so big that it's touching people you walk by in Walmart. Ask Peter. Yeah. His shadow fell on him and people were getting healed. Yeah. But in the New Jerusalem, every level has a crystal on it. Every level, the 12 levels, the, the word is dimension, guys. Okay, and there's a doorway. Here. There's a doorway to get in there. The doorway is portal, guys. It's the same word. A, a portal to a new dimension of glory that is governed by laws and information that, are, that you'll know the laws and information if you know what the crystals represent. That each of the 12 tribes of Israel, their story, their lives, what they did, it correlates with their crystal. And that's just a little bit of it. It just it, this keeps going and it keeps going and it gets yeah. so amazing. Yeah. It's I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Something that that I saw in one of my um, conversations that I that I had with God was how he showed me, and, and I love what you're saying about the multidimensional thing, is that our souls is not inside our body. Our bodies are actually inside our souls. And, and 
if you think, just to put it in a, in a, to explain it in a cognitive way, if you think of what we see in flesh and what, what, what the average person would, would see with their eyes and this dimension where we are at the moment, it is in, in relation to your soul. If you can imagine your fingernail, that is how, that is how big in relation to your soul, this one existence or if you want to call it the incarnation how big that is in comparison to the rest of you so there's much more of us that is within god mm -hmm. right because god also this this is another thing that i completely misunderstood when when i was involved with with you know bible sort of thing god lives inside us da, da, da. No, no 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 we live in god something that is greater can't live in something that is smaller. So we live in God in those dimensions. And we can access that information and that part of that that, that is God. And this is what they don't want us to to say. You yeah. see, and this is why we yeah. are called this is why we call new age Christians and new age this and and again it doesn't bother me. I don't I don't really get offended by it. It's if because have to because when you step into a new dimension and you find yourself having dreams and you're being taught by a council, hey, we'll be here. We'll be here. Yes. You can come say hello. Then, we'll, we will forgive you for all the mean. Listen, we'll be here. Yeah, of course. Then we're not new age, right? Then yeah. we then we're not going to be new age. We'll be here. And, and, and I've seen this. I I see what I yeah. I know what's coming, <laughs> and it's not just the two of us. There is literally yeah so many people, as you say, around the world, having these insights and having access to to God's wisdom. And as you say, God is very um, protective of certain yes. things. Yes. And yeah. Even if we, we can teach and talk about stuff a lot, but everybody has to have that personal connection, yeah. that personal relationship with God. And we are going into, and we are there already actually, but into a very long period of time where it's about that choice, the love and the fear and everything and, and all these things is tools that God has literally given us. God has given us everything already according to life and godliness right yes yes amen already if it's that's good much, if it's good he says i'll withhold much, it not from you that is how much he loves us he's given us everything for us to access but we have to go and access it and and you don't have permission to access it if your life is not conducive I read, I saw there was a word I looked up this morning. I was finishing up 2 Corinthians and he's talking about doing things by experience. And I, you know, yeah. I like to, especially when there's a word that's not used a lot, I look it up and see what other words are used with it. But it's in the Greek and it, it meant a testing and a trial and being trusted. Like you're going through this to see if I can trust you because I got greater things for you, greater measures of from glory to glory from glory that's a dimension there's a glory dimension Amen. that where certain things hang out there's also and it mirrors the demonic it's there's it because as the levels go up in glory they go down in glory and i'm sure you've experienced yes. it i have I, many people absolutely. have um yeah but god is protective you can't just sneak in when you sneak in you get hurt when you sneak in you got to pretend you got to trick people 
I peered into a realm I was not privy to to be in as it, you know demons in darkness and I went there and I wasn't supposed to but the life that I was living was conducive and I got when I when I tapped in I got to see in the spirit world that that what was around me what I was entertaining by my actions by my thoughts by robbing people by lying by training my brain on how to rob people when when I go to your house like you you train your brain it works demonically like it, but you did it it wasn't that way it's full full of potential but you messed it up and so god renews your mind and fixes it and shows you how to operate the right way but you got to be let in and i'm so thankful that um, people, no matter what they know, we know a lot. Um, it just means nothing to you if you haven't experienced it. You know, it's like a 12th grader talking to a third grader about the calculus test and they just learn right. division. They'll try to read yeah. it. It's foreign. You, Hey, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Eight years from now, you know, you're going to be preparing to, to learn this. And so I respect every, every path, you know what I'm saying? Of Christians, of even the ones that are attacking, like, trust I me, I wasn't I a yeah. Christian that attacked people. So listen, yeah. I see you, but there's no excuse anymore. I also see that. So, you know, it, there's levels to this and learn everything while you're on that level. If you want to get led into a deeper level, a new level, it's not in a book. Um, it is in Christ. They are all in go. him and you're privy to it all. Go. As you need he, it. He is, the, he is the absolute holy grail. Um, and I've, I've said this, I've said this in in two or three of my videos already. When people ask me, so who is Jesus to you really? And, and, and I'm like, he is the absolute holy grail, the truth. Um, and Jesus said himself, nobody comes to my father except through me. Hello. Well, they got to, you know, but when, when it doesn't go along with the narrative, how did he get here? It's not, it's a new age Jesus. It's like, Paul's like, is there another Jesus? Like, is there, like, you're of Paul, I'm of Apollos. And yeah, he said you you received another Jesus, but like, this is the Jesus Christ of, of Nazareth, the one you're reading about. No, it's not. No, it's not. Listen, okay, uh -huh. gatekeeper. No way. Yeah. You know, and no, uh, no they, they, they don't. I uh, shame, you know, it's like I'm I'm starting to find it a bit like uh, it's at a level now where it's funny. It um, is. Yeah. But it's not, it's funny to us, but it's not funny to the other people that they're doing it it's to. Not. They are That's so why. Concerned. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're very concerned. But again, what I said earlier, and, and God has God has definitely shown me this is to, to have compassion. Mm -hmm. So Got to. I am I am trying to be as much Christ-like as possible in that way. And I'm trying to live a life of responsibility, but I'm trying also to be compassionate towards the people that, that have been saying things like, you know, it's a new age Jesus and da, 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 da. But you know what? It doesn't actually matter to me because I know who I am in Christ. I, I really do. I know, I know who I am. And at the end of the day, it's between Jesus and me and yeah. me and God. It's not about, other people and it, it certainly isn't i just find it fascinating that people are so interested in other people's beliefs <laughs> i mean 
because I don't understand it. Because I certainly, I'm not a person that's going to go, for instance, on Facebook and go and comment on other people's. I don't do that. So I don't understand why people would do that to me. But this is where they are. And God has shown me what is happening because they yeah. are in their mind. They, they're not in their hearts. So we need to have compassion. So I am I am I'm trying to be compassionate and I am daily praying that people will wake up and that they will see and get to know Jesus and they will get to understand what God's grace is about. And I'm certainly hoping that through my life and what I'm doing, that that I'm a living testimony to that grace. That absolutely saved me. I mean, I cannot stop saying that. Um, and it's and I also tell people go and read go and read Romans eight just Romans eight about what it means, what it says there. Do you understand? And yes. That nothing can separate me or them or us from God because of Jesus Christ. People need to go and read these things. Um, and I I also find it interesting when when people start pointing out things. Um, you know, like the accuser, because the accuser is not God. I've, 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 I've learned through my life experience mm -hmm. who the accuser is. Mm -hmm. That is not from God. Going around, yes, and pointing things out and um, calling people out on sin. And then we, then we, we forget what what John eight says. John eight verse seven. It says, "Let the first one that mm -hmm. is without throw cast the first stone." But the you have to be without sin. So either these people are completely without sin, and we've now actually made these people, wow, they have no sin, so therefore they can point out, because if they're Christian, they would certainly believe that. So yeah. you won't point out other people's sin if you are without it, because Jesus said it. So you must obviously believe you are without sin, pointing things out. So do. I, find these things, I, I find these things very fascinating. Yeah, it's um, it's the, it's the narratives. It's the, again, like, God doesn't let me use crystals. Why is He letting you? And I want to be. Jesus I want to be. Yeah, and it's like Jesus didn't appear to me. So why did He appear to you, a Satanist at the time? And then I'm like, but you guys prayed for it, thousands. Unless God is lying to me, but but God has shown me. Yeah. Thousands of people around the world have prayed that God reveals himself to me. So he did it. Praise him for doing it. He did it. Yeah. So I don't understand that the same people who prayed for it is now going like, no, but it can't be. It doesn't. Uh, it's so weird, man. It is very strange. It's a, it's a dichotomy, which the gospel is, right? God is like, you're trying to figure him out. Yeah. Good luck. Um, but it is like watching this like I, I know they're having the same same experience right they're watching your video and it's like you kind of just start off sharing your testimony and then you mention crystals and then they're like is that an angel on the wall is that an angel poster behind them what is like what is that and so it's like they're crying and they feel the holy ghost and then they're like hold on this is not the real holy ghost this is the kundalini or something it's like where does that happen? like what is it's like it's always the butt the butt he's a he's a christian but nah keep your butt your butt is a pie in your face keep your butt i don't want your butt don't come to me with no butt 
You guys are <laughs> anointed, but you're a little off. You're but this or but that. Uh, one one day you guys will be uh, used as prophets and seers of God. One day. It's like the, 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 the slap in the pie in my face that I had to come to learn, and I'm sharing this because you guys are going to have to learn it too, is that you're never good enough. Religion, you're never good enough for religion. Uh, religion looks for ways to disqualify you. The fact right. that I am already being used of God as a prophet, as a seer, as a leader, as a husband, as a father, as a friend, as a rapper, like the fact that you can't see what what season I'm in and I'm becoming, that means that I'm never going to be good enough until I do it the way that is acceptable or like comfortable to you. And that's not it. And, and that's the biggest, like, even because sometimes I like, I try to like, you know, I'm a Christian, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, like that, I'm a, I'm a Christian. Like, I'm not these things people try to project on me. I'm a Christian. And sometimes like, I would love to go and speak at churches and, and those things. And there's, you know, and maybe there are mystical churches that are, that are open to this stuff. Praise God. It's growing. They got to, or they're getting shut down because their people are leaving. Listen, but when your your best is not good enough, and so it gets you. Well, let me try harder. Judgment. And, and judgment. we and then we when we don't know no better, we project that on God, because my best ain't good enough for the pastor. I get, he speaks on behalf of God, because he talks to God all day. He studies the Word and he tells me my best isn't good enough. And and I'm praying not to be gay. I'm praying no. it won't go away. Yeah, I'm praying. Yeah. I'm praying not to light crystals. I'm not, but these things are. This is this is who I am. This is my life. You can't pray. You can't pray God away, man. You can't nope. pray God away. Sorry. Nope. And that's why I left Christianity um, 18 years ago. Was exactly that. Yeah. And it was never God. God never rejected. <laughs> that's a crazy thing. They told you it was though. They, who told you I that? I feel so silly. Who told today you? when I came face to face with God and he showed me this, I never rejected you. I love you. So he said it to me and I was like, did he have a, but did he say, but no, no, but, but no, change but. your, your, your sexual preference. You have to, to keep moving forward. You have, it's like, he never said, but nothing. It's like, come here. I've been waiting for you. And here I am. It's like, I got you. And we have to be revealed. We have to be. Because people are still quoting these verses about people who use crystals. They're quoting verses today, 2022, with all the chaos and confusion in the world. Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. They're quoting those verses. The Bible says it. Hold on. Like, I was on a show yesterday, and the guy and the guy was like, he was a spiritual dude, right? He's in a kind of new age kind of thing or whatever. He's a yeah. really cool guy. He's like, I just can't read the Bible because of the inconsistencies about, you know, God, uh, and, and the atheists use this, um, God allowed uh, she bears, these these mama bears, to come out and maul these children and, and slaughter these children to death. And it was a righteous it, thing. And it's like, and everybody believes that. But and but when 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 you commit yourself, like I'm talking about really commit. I'm talking about really commit of where we're going with this thing. You got to go back and revisit those scriptures, and when you read them in the Greek and the Hebrew context, it's yes. a pie in the face. 
I yes. thought God did. I thought God said, kill all the witches in the land. Oh my God. And then other people are saying, well, I think he's still saying, even after grace, kill all the witches. It's like, oh God, I didn't know what a witch was. I didn't know that that was talking about demonic spirits that were entering and people. And it was, it says, it, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. That's eight words, right? It's three words in Hebrew. Don't live with a witch. That's what it says. Go, go out and, and kill witches and Salem witch trial and persecute and comment. And we got to because people have no idea how beautiful and how ancient this, this text is. And it opens up and we're talking about beings who you you think are people. They're not people. That's what the text is talking about. And we have to get this moving forward. This is the next revelation. If you don't, you're left behind. You're left behind. You're still talking about thou shalt not suffer a witch to live or all of the other weird, yeah. weird things of Sodom and Gomorrah, thinking that those were gay men, uh, a city of gay men, like a whole city of gay yeah. guys. No, that was not people. That was somebody that was opening up themselves to evil spirits that wanted to come yeah. and know you and live through you. You got to know what a witch and what a familiar spirit is. These aren't people. They are not people. We got to get it. And I'm going I'm to yeah. give my, my blood, sweat, and tears until you do. I'm trying to get it first. And then I'm going to articulate it in the best way I can through music, through conversations, through podcasts, through books. Because we got to get it. We got to get it. Beautiful. Amen. It's insane. I told. I know I told you, but there's there's footage of me online. It's You have to dig and that kind of stuff. But... I was a street preacher, you know, and yeah, but the gay thing, and I was a street preacher and I was filming it and all that. And we was down there preaching it that we went out at 12 and stayed till about four or five in the morning, people drunk. And we saw a lot of cool things, preaching repentance and stuff. And I remember there was a, there was uh two, two, two gay ladies who came out of the, a bar and they seen us preaching and they were a little intoxicated and it's like, Hey, wait, you know, this, they were, they were drunk. And they come up to us and was like, what does the, what do you think about gay people? And I was like, they're going to hell. And I, I was militant as I'm passionate and militant now, just, but there was no grace. Like it was a prideful thing to be able to tell you, you going to hell, you need to repent. Like, yeah, and I did it. And I told that lady, I said, you're going to go to hell. You're going to burn in eternity, all eternity until you, you know, repent of your sin. All y'all going to burn. And I'm like, my God, like, I'm sorry. Right. But I go back and watch that video and that lady told me, she said, it wasn't talking about gay people. It was talking about uh, pedophilia. And I was like, yeah. no, it's not. And I was like yelling, no, it's not. The scripture says, because in the English, it's like effeminate. And we think yeah. effeminate is just like, oh, you're a little bit feminine. And so we think that's what yeah. that means. Yeah. But, and I, I, I yelled at this lady and, and sent her away and she had a bad interaction with a representative a representative of Jesus Christ from Calvary. And they're all the same. They just hate me. I'll never be accepted, right? I have to change myself. I can't change. I tried. She said my daddy was a pastor and she had this encounter with me. And here I am, man, I don't know how long it's been, 15 years later, and I'm doing my independent study and my independent research and moving more towards love as God is working on me. And I go back to those texts that I think I know. Because when you think you know it, you can skip over it. A feminine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, guys who yeah. kind of pretend to be girls. It's, it, that means drag queens. It's guys who dress like yeah. girls. That's who that is. Yeah. When you look up these words, the woman was right the whole time. That lady that I, like, 
this is why this stuff means a lot because we're using our religion, our grace, our freedom to hurt people, man. And and they said there's a so. difference. There's a big difference between self-righteous and righteousness. Yeah, major difference. And I've also discovered this recently when interacting with, let's call them the carnal Christians for lack of a better term. But <laughs> there's a major difference between self-righteous and righteousness of God. There's, there's, it's, and, and they, they also struggle, I think, to understand that. Um, and I love it how they speak judgment and hateful things, and then they will end it with, but I'll pray for you. I mean, it's like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't, you don't get it. And, and that's why I say, I so wish and pray that, that people, and especially people who, who, who are in ministry, that they will wake up and get to know Jesus and start understanding God's grace. Because nobody is deserving of it. We, we all need to be humble. You, you can't tell people they're going to go to hell. Unless that. you it's know, like you, you got to know beyond the shadow. Like yeah, you got to know if you have any doubt and you, and you say it anyway, and you're wrong. Listen, words are so powerful. If you have, like, I got to know now, like, I want to, I want to make sure like, I don't, you're deceiving people. Listen, I'm confident in what I share. Right. Um, but I want to know, especially before it's judgment. Now, if it's grace and like love and freedom or my opinion, as Paul even says, listen, it's my opinion. That's what I think. That's what I do. This, if it works for you, cool. But when you move to like an eternal torment, God is going to let you burn and torment forever. And I know it when you I don't even want to say that. You know what I'm saying? Because you better know. You better, better, better know. It's like I know because the Bible says it. Well, you need to know that what you think is hell. Is about four different words that aren't what you think yeah. they are, and you've been lied to. We should definitely, we should definitely get into that in the future. With with like, well, we got I, to. I'm yeah. also, <laughs> I'm also discovering a lot about again through through study and through rereading a lot of things about. We're, we're I mean, we're we're privy to it now. It was hidden from us. We were kept out. But when you come yeah. with love, he's like, okay, I got some. I got some yes. secrets for you. And this is crazy stuff because you're like, what do you mean? Like the whole church got it wrong? All of Christendom got this wrong? Not all of them. Not all no. of them. There, there are churches that, that they have this part. Now, they don't have the other parts, but they got this. They got that God loves everybody, that uh, Jesus' blood was enough, whether you know it or not. When you know it, all you got to do is declare it, preach it to them, and now they can hear it and it can pierce their heart and they can conform to it. Wow. I didn't know I was loved, you know, and meeting people where they are, but, uh, we've been deceived like the whole world. The Bible it says is. the whole world is, has been deceived by the evil one. And, it and is. when you know the layers and how deep that deception goes, cause it ain't just here and it ain't just there. It is from Genesis and before. It goes very deep, very, very deep, and um, very far. Yeah. Let me see. We'll end it out just with an, like one or two more questions, and, and go ahead and end it out. Let's see. So Rachel, shout out to Rachel. She's awesome. She says, "Rian, 
what was the biggest surprise or lesson you learned from Jesus aside uh, from love, of course, the biggest surprise or lesson? So that's a good question. I love that question. To be very honest, because of where I was, is that Jesus is actually real. <laughs> that was, Man. at the time, the biggest surprise for me. Because until that moment, even coming from Christianity before going through atheism, being from, uh, um, you know, going through Satanism, I never knew for sure. And I had so many doubts whether Jesus was actually a person that just, mm -hmm. you know, taught or if it's a myth or, but yeah, so my, the biggest surprise was that Jesus Christ from Nazareth, Yeshua is actually real and still alive very much today. That's good. I think that's a, I think that's a, cause that's a fear of like, especially when you start doing research and you're like, there's all this proof and there's all these people who say that they, he's not, and he's the equivalent of this and that. So like, right. you got to right. give a response. You can either stick your head in the dirt or be, shut up. You just don't know what you think, but, or like come to terms and, and find it and prove it and like test your faith and work out your salvation. And I think a lot of Christians are scared that, that they might be true. So that's why you got to have the personal encounter like you're talking about. Like that is really what separates a lot of people because, and I shout out to my Baptist friends, but, but it's like, I have to believe another person's gospel of like, God changed my life. He came to me in 84 and he told me yeah. the word of God was be prevailed and listen to me people. And like, we got to respond to you because like, oh yeah, you convinced us, right? But you had an encounter and you're supposed to, when you make a son or a daughter, it's after the same likeness and image that you're created in a spiritual son. Or, so won't you let, let them have an encounter. I was drunk on the floor and he came to listen, let's go with them and, and pray on the floor. You know what I'm saying? And like, go where the people are. But it's this idea of just making a, all right. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Like in the, in the head or maybe even in the heart, but it's something different when he's like, Breon, here I am, man. Why are you persecuting me? I still love you. Always have. Never forget it. I got... Ah! <laughs> it's like, listen, ain't no... You can't talk me out of that. I'm sorry. I felt it. I know you can't... He's not... So anybody who says he's not real, you know, the Rome made him up. He's a myth. He's that, that. Okay, cool, whatever. But you can't change my mind. I know him. I know him. Well, he's not real. I know him. Well, I know something who answers by that name. Listen, you want to say Yeshua, okay, Yahshua, okay, Yehoshua, okay, whatever. But when I call upon him by all of those names, really, he shows up with love and, and a big bear hug that immediately makes everything okay. Yeah. Immediately in his presence, I'm good. Yeah. They talk about like, true seeker, what kind of witchcraft are you doing? You killing animals, you put blood on your face? I put on worship, I put on Bethel music. And then, they, oh, it's Bethel. Bethel's demonic. Get out. That's a pie in the face for you. Get out of They're here. Being I so sit in his presence and, and weep. And any time he's waiting for me right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's a friend. I know him. This isn't no theory. And it's tangible. And other people can experience it. That is the power of Christ in the, in the, in the, the intimacy of the Holy Spirit that everybody... This ain't no theory. This ain't no doctrine. Like, 
I don't, I'm not trying to, doctrines change like the weather. And my faith is not a doctrine. My faith, my encounter is, is in lost and found in the person of Jesus Christ. And we got to know that we know because you can't talk me out of it. I'm sorry. You didn't let me into your Christian club. You can't kick me yeah. out. Yeah. I'm one of you. You ain't you don't have to like me, but you do gotta love me. We're here to yeah. stay. So and I that's love, also love what, you, man. what I what I said in the in the original video in my testimony is that the kingdom of God is not a gated community. So exactly as you just said it. And then you get people saying, No, but there's keys. <laughs> it's Jesus, man. Jesus <laughs> is the key. Jesus is the way in. There's no keys and um you know, being like repentant the whole time and repenting things. No, it's Jesus. Jesus is the way into the kingdom of God. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, and I'm going to stay with that. And that's what God has shown me. And a lot of people, your ministry, man, your life, your light is, is going to ignite. It's already igniting God's so living. many people. It's resonance when you find... Cause like, yeah, I reach people, right? I do what I do. I'm limited algorithms, reach finances. all that. So now, oh, wow. We got somebody who's like, we're on the same team, not just the same team, but we're on the same, like we're of the same order, right? He's a prophet. Right. He's one who's been, who knows that that stuff's real. So now I don't have to come out and just demonize all the Christian spirituality. That's weird. Why does the, why do the Satanists and the Wiccans get to have all the fun? Like why they, why is their spirituality still work? And it's so mystical and cool, but the Christians is dead, empty religion. There's a problem with that. And it's not the truth. We got the truth. Christ's love. When you do that stuff in love, when you burn an incense in love, when you use a candle in love, when you use the Bible in love, when you use the cell phone in love, when you use a hammer in love of Christ, yeah. that's, the, that's the highest frequency the highest form of energy in the world yeah. in the world and we got to know that guys in everything give thanks and if and, and this is this is how the holy spirit has has sh showed me certain things as well if you are busy with something and and this is what i, I think it's in in one thessalonians but but it says that in everything mm. give thanks to the lord for that is God's will for you in Jesus Christ. And so, as you just said, in burning incense, in candles, in using crystals, if, if you can do that, and while you're doing that, you know with a pure heart and spirit that I can give thanks to God and glorify God in what I'm busy with at any given time. Yes, so be it. Yeah. Yeah, but so, if you are, and this is for me, I'm not preaching yet, but come on. But what what God has shown me, and what the what the, the Holy Spirit has has shown me is whatever you are doing or involved with, and you cannot in that practice or thing give glory and thanks to God. Don't do it. Stop. Yeah, because it's a, if it listen, it says whatsoever. It's a sin to burn a candle. No, no, no. The Bible says. I can give you plenty of examples of them burning can candles yes. and, and representing candles, but whatsoever is not done of faith is a sin. It's, they even talk about eating, sitting, 
in the temples of the other gods, of the idols. Where some, if they see you in, it's like, listen, you can go. I need you to go. I need somebody yeah. to go there yeah. with my light. No, we can't. But it's like, yeah, be careful because the little ones, when they see you, like they're still impressionable. They're still this. We get it. We get it. We get it. But and it went, they said, those aren't even gods. We got to teach them. Yeah, we're going to be delicate because they got a delicate faith, but we need to teach them. The scripture says, whatsoever is not done of faith is a sin. And, and it becomes a sin to you. And to the pure, all things are pure. To the impure, yes. Yes. all things we go. are impure. We go. And it's just, we, we receive the comments. And I want to say this, like, yeah, it does get on... It doesn't it bothers me for sure like but I don't care about me like I don't care I'm used to this this I signed up for this but it is for the younger version of me who's listening to this right now yes. who yeah was listening to me on Bob Larson and see me sit there but saw something they might not have heard nothing but they saw something they saw a demonstration of a random act of love and a person being mocked and laughed at and ridiculed just sit there and love and grace and peace and it's like when you read the scriptures and then you look at your christianity you look at your religion you look at your church you're like hold on man this don't add up this don't add, if it's adding up man peace be unto you and consider yourself a rare breed but when you find out that it don't add up listen something's got to change either you change what your perception of the scriptures or you change what you believe and what you do or your environment and trying to go into a church talking about you want to change the environment and God's got me here to change. Man, it's a family-run business, bro. His father was of the course. pastor and his grandfather was the pastor and you finna of come course. and bring change? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It hasn't worked before? God can do it. There's a reason why there, there was a certain point in all of the gospels where it says Christ, it said he quit going to the temples because people say he didn't go to, he didn't teach in the temple. No, he started in there just like I started in many churches. And I want to go back, but God won't let me. Um, but there was a time when he quit. He's like, he just went out there with the people. Because, like, why would you keep going to people who don't want what you got? You're yeah. not welcome here. They're tolerating yeah. you. Go where you're celebrated. And there is a tribe, and there is a tongue, and there's a people who will celebrate you, man. You got to know that. You got to know it. If it ain't us, find the ones who are. Like, I don't care. You got to find them. But don't settle for second best. This It's so much of God, so much of beauty. You are not a spectator to just go and listen to a good sermon. You can do that on the internet, right? But but the, the body is living. And we, I need you. What's God doing in your heart, man? What, what happens when you pray? What has God been showing you? To the least of these, to the least of these, that's, I won't stop until we see that. I'm not, you're not going to trick me to say, yeah, that's biblical Christianity. No, not by any means. I'm, you tricked me long enough. That ain't what I've been reading. Because I, I, you told me to believe it, and I actually did. And then I found out that the, what you guys are teaching is not line up with it. So that's my story. Am I a heretic? Mm -hmm. Am I outcast? Am I deceived? That's on you to decide. That's a, it really is. Because if you say I yeah. am, guess what? Everybody you meet and, you, and they ask about me, you're going to tell them. But for the person whose lives have been impacted by us speaking our truth and what it took to get there, they got a different story. Same thing with Christ. Same yeah. thing with you. Same thing with your problem. pastor. He means the world to you. 
you'll stick up for him. Well, your pastor mocked me online. Your, you know, he'd never do that. Well, he did. I got the screenshots, right? And it's this is the, the connection of what we call it, and it becomes that. So be careful when you damn somebody to hell. That's witchcraft. And we got we got to teach this. You're mocking witches, but speaking curses. When you die, you'll burn forever. That's a curse. That's gonna come to pass uh, because it's negative. How about speak hope and see what happens? How about honor them and see what happens? You you are meant to heal people. You're not like no one that's in ministry should say things like that. You are called. You you are in a service where you are meant to heal people. So you can't do that. It's blasphemy. I'm sorry. It's it's absolute blasphemy. That's how deep it goes. Blasphemy. It really is the definition and it goes deep and I'm unpacking it myself. And as it becomes, if I see fruit in it, listen, if there ain't no point in this stuff, I don't want to talk about it. Like I'm not here to debate theories if it doesn't have any type of bearing on the now. Like what can I do? Does it help me in my prayer? Does it the third eye awakening and chakras and breath work what does it do yeah i definitely benefit from proper breathing for sure from knowing that he's as close as my next breath and feeling his spirit listen all of this stuff he is in everything so if but just out of a theory or a doctrine i don't care those things come and go and they change rian we done did um an hour and a half and uh we can come back and and do another one we can keep going I think, yeah, I think if we, if we, if we can make this maybe a once a month thing, it would be awesome. Man, I'm open and, to once a week, but yeah, we'll do once a month. You said uh, once. Uh, <laughs> I'm open every day, man. That's just what I, I'm open every day, all day. When you find resonance, yeah. man, it just is what it is. And the people, didn't they know? Didn't the people prophesy this? Didn't they people did. watch and they be like, Riyadh needs real. to get up with, with Trusiger. And then they said, yeah. well, Trusiger needs to get up with Riyadh. They need to, and it's like the people saw and they knew, and then we posted it, and they're like, "Oh, I knew it would happen." And it's like, yeah, you yeah, were, you no, understood. Awesome. You are such a blessing, really. Like I, I, I really consider you a brother in Christ. I really consider you. That. I hope so. <laughs> I, I, no, I really do, and like I said at the beginning of the video, the way you showed up, or the day you actually because you were the first one to message me. That was the very day where I asked God, please, 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 if there is people that have gone through this already or that can, you know, that I would meet them. And yes, there you were. It hasn't been a lot, you know, and that's why that's why it need, this is why we're being raised up because it's, there's like, they throw all the spirituality out. It's all Santeria, burning candles. I used to burn candles for the devil. Okay, you ever burn one for Jesus? Yeah, I used to light incense for demons and they'd show up. Did you, like, why are you demonizing these Christian or biblical why do you practices? Think, why do you think what the wise men brought Jesus gold, myrrh, and incense? Why do, why do you think? So, again, we need to think about these things. Um a little bit a little bit more a little bit deeper they were they were connected with nature and people yes. are a- asking and wanting to get back and, and this is what this like what's god doing what's the spirit doing it is definitely a return to the ancient path find out what that it's ancient a path is it's a, a revival rev- it's not a revolution yeah. it's a revival 
reviving the things of the past yeah and 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 that's what the point is of of the organization that that i kind of gave birth to now under that guidance the Holy spirit is the spiritual revival network because it's a network of us coming together it is and you know people there's so many listen try to find ways people to qualify people <laughs> to qualify somebody like we look at people we judge them and our, we, we've trained our mind to go that 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 and that okay see ya it's like okay but like fight it it's real like you trained it find a way hold on what are they doing good oh my it's gonna be hard because you're so trained to like nothing good yeah. what good comes out of nazareth you know it's like no there's something good there's something good god is here he's using these people where is he where is he and what and i tell you once you honor it and you tarry just a little bit you'll have the experience and you'll be able to see god at work in people that you never knew you're privy to you become privy to it you're locked out of it at a certain point and i'm telling you the very things that people have demonized and mocked and made fun of get ready because at some point when you are ready to go to the next level you got to go back to those people because they yeah. hold something that is a key that will unlock the next phase in your spiritual walk with god that he is he is so separated himself and planted himself in all people groups and all over the world everywhere and, the, and it's most likely the people that you demonized you said something about them you judged them but yes. god is working on them and you're not privy to it because you'll be mean to them you won't honor them but the moment that you're ready and you begin to honor and you begin just to peek or study or peer you'll see a new facet of god a new facet of his love a new part of his body that is at operate operation right now and doing exactly what they want to do you got to let go of trying to change them like if you go there and try to change them no you can't you don't see it because you see a broken person still needs to be fixed but the moment you can go to a catholic the moment you can go to i'm gonna just say christian denominations right just be safe with you like damn a christian denomination you go to somebody who's choosing love let's just say what it is that's christ yes. they've made i don't care what religion creed that don't mean nothing it don't mean anything that those are things set up to separate you but love yes. is the only thing because yes. i'm telling you these christians you want me to name the name of christ and, and repeat your creed that don't mean anything there's listen i'm telling you there's people naming the name of christ pastor and church is doing despicable things to children and to yeah. people and you exactly. talk but but he's accepted i've been to these yeah. i'm not i'm not new either I been. I was a Christian rapper. I started studying the stars in the Bible. I found out the zodiac and the Maseroth and Orion and played. I'm like, wow, this is here. I begin to speak on it and teach it and talk about, you know, chariots and these beautiful things in the scriptures. And I was laughed at, mocked and ridiculed. But the dude who shows up with a, another woman to rap at the church, that's not his wife. He celebrated because God told him that He's gonna got, got to get a divorce and he got a new woman. And then the next week he got a new woman. Hold on, we're doing despicable things in the name of Jesus. So no, I don't care your profession of anything because your life, your light and your love is your only profession. And I'm telling you, if you understand it, Jesus taught this his entire ministry. Don't say unto Amen. me, Lord, Lord, let me see. 
Let me see. We can cast out demons. We, we have the power of God. Okay, well, let's send some demons your way and see if you cast them out. You're pretending. You're tricking people. You call yourself an exorcist, no, but you can't cast showman. these demons out? Like, it's we're talking about the real deal. Yeah. That's what I signed up for. I don't know what y'all signed up for. I'm just telling you. I don't want no fake pretend, and we've been pretending. Rian, let them know the website, man. Let them know where they can uh, find out more about your work. Uh, people were asking about the uh, testimony video. They haven't seen it. I will put that in all the show notes, wherever this is. Thank you. Because you got to watch it. You got to watch that, yeah. then come back and watch this. I'd say, well, you're already at the end, to, end of this. I'll put it in the notes. Yeah. Tom doesn't exist it's for me. All, it's, it's really all because of his grace. Um, it really is. I just want to say that. And um, it's all glory, all glory to God. And it's about Jesus at the end of the day. It's, it's not about me. It really isn't. It, it, Jesus is the, the person to follow. Um, and I, I keep on saying this also to people who's saying to me on the street and whatever, like, I'll follow you. And I'm like, no, man, follow Jesus. Please follow Jesus. It is about Jesus at the end of the day. Yes. At the end, Thank you so much. And at the beginning of the day. And you gave you gave the website spiritualrevival.org, <laughs> right? No, not .org, okay. .net. Net. There you go. The network, right? You just mentioned yeah. network, and I said organization. It's the network. No, <laughs> it's spiritual, spiritualrevival.net. It is a network, yes. Yes. Yeah. It is an org, too. Not an organization, but an organism. Christ is a living organism. I remember hearing that years ago. Amen. But spiritualrevival.net. And we will do it again. We'll... We'll look at the calendar. We'll go to the next year. And if Lord willing, we'll book them and we'll do them. We'll show up. If people want it, share this out. Correct. Let us know in Correct. the comments. Like, let us know. Like, if you guys want us to keep talking about this, if, you know, I get fired up. Like, I get a, and so some of that, 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 that lion comes out. Like, I'm not, when you play with people that can't take up for themselves and you bully, oh, come on now. So when we start talking about this, I get very, I get, I get very um, protective over God's little ones. And guess what? He does too. Love Amen. you, brother. Enjoy this so Thank much. You. We will do it again. Thank Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thank you, Aaron, for uh, manning the comments for me. And uh, this was great. Shalom, shalom, everyone. Peace, peace. Shalom. Thank you. All right. Just one more second. We are done. Yay!